Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's like radio. It really is ironic. The head coach that the organization probably wants him to pipe down and a quarterback that the organization wants him to pipe up. Seltzer, what are the chances of that? It's so weird. You're right. It right? really is ironic. It's incredibly ironic. Now, of course, the irony to this song is that most of the scenarios weren't actually, you know, ironic. They were just circumstantial. So maybe this one with, you know. Are you going to debate the, the famous song? Yeah, I mean, like, is it irony to have rain on your wedding day? I don't think so. Circumstantial. It's unfortunate. Circumstantial. Yeah, it's definitely not ironic. Wait, your it's whole not, life it's to not take irony. a flight? Die the first day? That one might be ironic. <laughs> yeah. that, that one is absolutely <laughs> ironic. Yes, yes, it is. All right, 215-592-9494 to weigh in on everything we're discussing here today. John, I know you've had the uh, the new dog, the new pup, Luke Longley. Louie. Yes, Louie. For about and, a week. Uh we, we've had him for a short while. And George Perante from Dogs and Cats Rule gave me a wonderful bag of food nice. for Louie to enjoy. And this is like, this is gorgeous food. I mean, this is, this is stew that I might want to try. They have the best food. Like, Cheney <laughs> loves it. Like, he won't eat anything else. Like, I got it for him, like, to, as a, you know, kind of like one day kibble, one yep. day. The, oh, no, no. Oh, wow. no. Now we only have to have the special food. But George. Put that nice bag together. Uh, dogs and cats rule. They're they're awesome. We got standards. Best. We got so thank you yes. to, to to George Ferrante and Dogs and Cats Rule. One thank of our you so much. One of our great sponsors, hooking Richie up and helping him out. And and John, that's Louis going to eat well tonight. <laughs> and I probably yes. will have a taste. There you go. I love it. All right, let's go to the final <laughs> taste. Let's go to Ron really? in Monco. Hello, Ronald. Hammer. Ron. Richie. What's up, Ron? How you doing, Rich? Really great. Actually. Really great. Got a new yeah. dog, huh? Yeah, it, it makes the world kids, better. I gotta get a dog now. It makes the so world better. So much for the social life, place. Rich. Well, hey. yeah, <laughs> that can go yeah, either way. Right. More, more home time, anyway, right? Yeah, so but, but but Ron, 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 Ron. You're you're smart enough to know he can take the dog to the park to attract the ladies. Right. Well, I can't believe you guys think that. I mean, that you way. know, me and Richie. That's all I think. Well, about, me really. and Richie are going to buy a boat a together in the boat. I mean, what what, what other that, what Rich, other point we, is there to have a dog? <laughs> well, it depends. On, is it a water dog or is it what kind of dog is it? He's a pit and a lab. So all right, so there he's going to want to be in the water. water dog in there. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll me and you get a boat and we'll put him on a boat with us. That would there you be. Go. Hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna figure out. And the kids when you want once in a while. Yes. So anyway, check Richie, check this out. I was a vi- I was I, I I was a victim of a of a drive by last night. 
No. I mean, it happened so fast. What happened? I, I couldn't. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I just, I looked down at my phone and there it is. It's a, it's a hammer sighting. <laughs> it's, a ha- it's a hammer sighting. It's like, you know, hammer sighting? I turned on the burner for the first time in a couple of months. He's, I started yeah, responding like, to a lot of people. It's like, you know, it's like sending out the bat right. You know what I mean? When he shoots his text out. You know what I mean? So, so he sends me a text, right? And I didn't even see what time he sent it, but I sent back to him, yeah, what's going on? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I said, well, I'm going to be up late tonight if you want to call. That was that was two hours prior, right? So I'm like, there's no way that the hammer's going to be calling me at ten thirty to eleven o'clock at night, right? So, so but anyway, I, I I did. I guess he was checking to see if I was still alive. I mean, listen, anyway. Ron, I care about you, my man. You know that. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, Ron, you well, got I, a call last I keep, night. I well, I got a I got a drive by. You know, talking wow. run. That that that. He's says like, something. yo, remember that old series, Richie? You guys are when tight. You were kids, the young and the uh, or no, you uh, boat uh, run silent, run deep. The U boat commander. No. Now he surfaced for a second, then he went right back down to the depths. <laughs> you know. So, all right, all right, Ron. What so do you what do you got, got on the Eagles? For you what? now, Hammer, what? Hammer. No, this has been burning for a while. Right. I want to know. I want to know something, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners want to know. Now that you've gotten, you know, your brand new titanium crotch uh, installed, you know, why are you not going? Why are you not going back down to the Phillies uh, uh, camp? I can I can answer is that. Your crotch titanium. Yeah. Well, after Vince, got a new titanium. Yeah, this is how rumors Vin, get started. Vince, Ron. No, Vince, Sarah, heal me up, and I'm good to go. Titanium. All right. So, Ron, Ron, here's the answer to your question, and it and it's a bummer. So, when the NFL expanded their season to 17 games, it it pushes up against when Philly's fantasy camp is in January. And if the Eagles have a playoff game, for sure, I, I can't miss a show or shows to be down there at fantasy camp. So it's going to take, candidly, a really bad Eagles season where it's obvious that they're out early that I'd be able to go back to Philly's fantasy camp. Well, happen next year because that brings me to the, <laughs> you know, the question. And I really don't even want to look talk at, about look it at anymore. you, the optimist. But- the ray of sunshine. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, where there's smoke, there's fire, okay? I'll say that about this receiver, okay? He, he, the word what if on the him, smoke is water vapor? Mu- wait, let me, let me just give you some examples. Ron, here. what if the smoke is mist in the morning and there no, isn't he's, fire? He's always in the center of it, dude. That's all you got to know. He puts himself in the center of it. He is in the center of it. Now, I'm not saying he's the whole problem, but – the eagle's brass cultivate this. You know the flower thing; it works both ways. Okay. Meaning, this, meaning, this meaning what? Meaning what? Dysfunctional office. It's a dysfunctional organization. Okay. By any standards, it's dysfunctional. How they operate, how they run internally. Okay, it's dysfunctional. Well, it may have got. And well, hold on, Ron, Ron, Ron. Hang on. It may have gotten there, but they can get out of it. They have gotten into this function before C 2015. I'd say C 2012 also. And he's firing everybody at the end of the year. Then he gets clipped 15 with chip was a disaster. 20 was as dysfunctional as we've seen with the whole Carson thing. So I will grant you there's some dysfunction clearly that happened with the Eagles. I think that's pretty apparent, but they do have a great track record, not a good track record, a great track record of bouncing out of it pretty quickly and getting back on the right, the right foot. Right? Hey, Richie, did you see what just happened right there? Did you notice what just happened there? Uh, I just got, I just got hammer splained. 
Well, you did. You, you did. See, you see how he took my I'm he familiar. took my idea, he took my point, and he just just he just all tore I do it up. is well, no, it's not tearing it up. It's just telling you that what I know is true. That this is the way to, this is the dynamic down there. You know what I mean? And and look, the receiver had the goods on him. Okay, the word on him was he was a mental defect down in down in where he in Texas. Okay, he was that's there was a problem. With no, the that's not true. Capacity. No, 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 Ron, that's we're not un- going. And on. I think that's unfair, uh, Ron. We're, we're not going there. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Let's 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 have some. Some class about the situation. Georgia North Wilmington. George, you're on WIP. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, John. Good morning, Maria. How are you guys doing? Doing great, George. Good. Listen, um, I've been sitting here listening, and Joe, number one, I think that your comments uh, on life advice, they were really good. But I thought at the end you might say, if you don't have – the thought pattern, you don't have a plan, then go watch Working Girl because it Dude. sounds like the thing. Yeah, well, the pro- yeah, the thing is they had, what, the smoking gun and Working Girl to prove that Sigourney Weaver was the bad person. But well, yeah, but, but you know. If, but, this guy, if this guy has an email, he can prove it. But if he doesn't have an email, it's hard to prove. You know what I'm saying? So True. Working Girl is somehow more, what? like, why is this entering the discussion? Well, she no, was stealing from Melanie Griffin. Sigourney Griffin. Griffin. Why are we talking about working girl? Because the life advice with the hammer, the idea being stolen. Yeah. See, I, but I didn't know how that's correlating to working girl. We just told that happened in working girl. Now I understand. (laughs) Okay. I I didn't see working. I, we understand that you, we understand that you you didn't understand. Yes. Okay. Thank you, George. (laughs) Okay. Well, the only problem is somebody has to sleep with Harrison Ford. So we can't. (laughs) That's not necessarily (laughs) all that bad. Calista Flockhart. Right? Yeah, no, they've been I mean, married forever. Yeah, they're still together. Long time yeah, yeah, now. Long time. true love, Joe. That is right up your alley. The, well, the, the, she was a little happy ending. She's a little too neurotic for me from the Allie McBeal thing. <laughs> yeah. so the character so she played was too it. neurotic. Jody doesn't do neurotic. So now it's not good enough for you? Like, you have been judging relationships for as long as we've been doing the I mean, show. Calista the Flockhart. Because they <laughs> fall short at the end. Yeah. This is a relationship that's true. Yeah. They're married, they're standing the test of time. And it's not good enough uh, because she's, she's neurotic she's, on the TV show that she was on 20 years ago. She's close to the Renee, Renee Zilweger character from Jerry Maguire. Like, uh, yeah, that'd be a lot to That's deal endearing. Uh, it's endearingly a fictional neurotic. character. That's what are we talking very about? very true. Also, <laughs> yeah, that should matter to most people. <laughs> all right, all right. What are we doing? George, give me a third. You can win the concert tickets. What do you got? Well, first, I just want to say one other thing. Uh, when you try to do a Howie impression, just pinch your nose a little bit and say, "100 percent, man." Wow, like, that's pretty good, you, George. Wow, you have that drop. You know, just practice on that. But if you pinch your nose, you'll get to where he is. That was impressive. Anyway, mm. <laughs> I was telling James. That's I not had, flattering, George. Well, if I'm Howie, I'm not appreciative that you make me sound like. that way. It is what he sounds but like. It is. You really think. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. Come on. But George yeah, just he did. doesn't sound sure bad. Does. I think that was one of the best impressions yeah. we've ever had on the show. All right, George. That was a little over the top nasally. George, I need an answer, a third. What do you have? Well, I told James earlier that um, I was sitting here with Joel and Bede, but I don't know if you want to hear that impression. No, no. Give me an answer here, my man. What do you got? <laughs> well, he went on a three-hour tour, Thurston Howe the Third. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Sure, Thurston Howe. A classic with Thurston Howe. All right, let's let's talk more about this upcoming press conference later today. Howie and Nick, separate, not at the same time, 15-minute um, increments. So, John, you, you're 
guess of what Howie Roseman would say if he is asked directly, Howie, why is Nick Sirianni still the head coach? Like, what, what, what do you think he would go to to say, here's what I believe in? What does he believe in? He needs to say, we believe in Nick and the way that he communicates and the way that this team buys in and the way that they rallied behind Nick to a 10-1 and record in 2023. Those are the things he needs to focus on. Well, in the Super Bowl. He's going to be like, Nick was in the Super Bowl a year ago, guys. You know, like, I know it was a rough end, but, you know, a year ago we were in the Super Bowl and that guy was the head coach. Like, we're not going to overreact to a bad two months. I think he's going to say something along those lines. I agree with you. That is that is the kind of thing he'll say. What about James if he's asked, do you want Brandon, if Howie's asked, do you want Brandon Graham back? I think he will say, like, Say we, you know, we love Brandon. We got to, he's going to say we got to evaluate things and figure out. I think he's going to be like open to it without saying yes. You know I, what I mean? I do. He's not going to commit, clearly. I mean, he's not, you know, obviously, they don't well, even. Well, what do you think their plan is with Brandon Graham? Like, my, my <sighs> gut all along has been if Brandon wants to play here for like the hometown discount thing, it's absolutely open door. Uh, but it doesn't seem like it's ever that simple in the NFL. That, he probably it could should be a, it could look be a elsewhere. Big hometown discount, though. I yeah. think it could be this time. I well, actually the think the position like, he plays, he, it, and it, he it even is a said, massive I, cost. He even said, "I want one more run." Like he said it. He's like, "I want, I want a goodbye year." Like he's saying it that way. I, I actually do think. I mean, there's. I I don't think Brandon Graham will go play for the Lions or the whatever for a year. You know. I think he'll take a a big time discount to stay here if for one they more offer. Year. If they him. offer, yeah. but I think they can get him for very cheap comparatively. Well, is let my me guess. let me ask you this question: In a salary cap world where you got to make choices, who would you rather have for three million dollars, Brandon Graham or DeAndre Swift? Graham, I don't know. Yeah, I think you get a running. My back. gut instinct was just Brandon Graham, but I, I yeah, think I think you, you can might get a running be able back to for get cheaper. Other running backs for cheap. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to pay three million even for a running yeah. back. Give me a um, running back for a million or less. Well, I'm asking the question. I mean, these are the decisions. You might be able to get like big bopper running backs for this sort of money. Guys, look at the list of guys who were not franchised. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Guys yeah. who were not paid. Like they're just sitting there. These are these are the best running backs that this league has to offer. They're just you. You can buy them if you want right now. And the list is who: Josh Jacobs, Josh Saquon, Jacobs, Derek Henry, Saquon Barkley, DeAndre uh, Swift, Austin Eckler, yeah. Eckler, DeAndre yep. Swift. Uh, I don't know who yeah. else I'm missing. I mean, it really does feel like a veritable like who's who. Not to mention a whole new crop of guys coming from college football. Yeah, you know, which obviously is what ultimately pushes out. You know, whomever every year. Yeah, Tony Pollard. Is yeah, one. Pollard's there. And I wow. am not a huge Tony Pollard fan for our purposes. Um, he's really exciting, just not as fully well-rounded yeah. as I'd like. All right, here's the last last role play for now, and then right back to the phone. Seltzer, if Howie Roseman is asked, let me think of what the right question is here with Hassan Reddick. Um, do you expect Hassan Reddick to play for your team in 2024? The right way to phrase it. That's a good job. <laughs> um, uh, we, we have to, you know, we love Hassan. We love what he's given us. We appreciate everything. And we have to, you know, Hassan Reddick is under contract for next season with the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, uh, oh, you're putting it on Hassan. Oh, I see. I see. I see what you just did. You just threw Hassan under the bus. It's you, cold, James. You just said, Holmes, you got to you got to play for the money <laughs> we're temple. paying you. That's what you just said. All Can right. you ask the same? <laughs> 
Do you ask the same question to Nick Sirianni and to Howie Roseman if the question is who has the power, who has more power in the offense decision-making-wise, Nick Sirianni or Kellen Moore? You ask, I mean, because it's 15 minutes and then 15 no, minutes. I understand do, what you're saying. do you line it up and ask them both the same question and see how those di- answers differ? You know, that's fascinating, John. It really is to see how are they aligned. Right. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because I don't know. I mean, I know that they want to be aligned. I know that they should be aligned. I don't know. They, this is like one, of, like on a cop show. You'd you'd right. put them in separate rooms and just see what, try to get a little more at the truth. That's true. I, had a, I don't know, John. I had a teacher in college that did that to me. <laughs> me and <laughs> me and an old girlfriend. No. She she accused us of cheating. Uh... And at the end of the semester, when I handed in my my test, end of the semester test. Uh, she said, uh, I want you to go back to your seat. I'm going to talk to you after the test. And I was. How, how often did stuff like this happen to you where you were I had like a couple singled of these. out? I had a couple of these. By professors and teachers and held after. Uh, I had a couple. So, so This is a big deal. So then I see my old girlfriend, who at the time was my old girlfriend. Like she was not my girlfriend then. She had been my girlfriend the prior year, but we were still friends. She goes and hands in hers, you know. You were still friends. We're still friends. friends. So, she, she, so she hands in her, she hands in her exam. And I see the teacher motion for her to go back to her seat. So now I'm like, friendly oh boy. friends. You guys uh-huh. get along. We're, we're cool. We're okay. friends. We okay. are friends. Good. Yeah. So now I'm in my seat and I know my semester's supposed to be over, but I've been told to be there. My old girlfriend's at her seat and she's been told clearly she's, that's where she's got to be. Meanwhile, over the next 5, 10, 15 minutes, everyone hands in their tests. And it's just the two of us. Just you. the two of us. So then the teacher says, she says, uh, Joe, I want you to come in this room. So she takes me into a different room first. I'm like, oh, my God. And when I walk into the room, she says to me, she, now another woman walks in the room, and she says, you know, this woman is blank, blank, uh, vice president of blah, 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 student affairs, blah, blah, blah. And, and my teacher says she is here for your protection, and she is here for my protection. What? And I thought, oh, my. And I had a feeling where we were going here. And she, and then she says, "Hold on, I, why did you have a feeling? Because you knew you cheated? Because I knew a situation had occurred that could be perceived as cheating. Okay, it's all uh-huh. about perception. Uh-huh. So then, so then her next sentence. So you knew all along that they are accusing you. Well, of once something. once my little girlfriend had to had to sit back in the seat, I thought, oh, I think I know where this is going. So then the 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 teacher says to me, "That's a sinking feeling. I I think you cheated." And I am prepared to recommend to the university that you be expelled. Whoa! That was the starting point. Oh, that was like you the opening line. Have a great, yeah, a great relationship to start. Is that brutal? You're starting, for, yeah. Oh so, my God! Where wow, does it guys go from there? So here's here's here, here's what look. We all survived. We both survived. But here's what had happened. It, there was a there was a paper like a week or two before that, which I had done and prepared and ready to go, and then my old girlfriend was scrambling. And she said, hey, can I see yours so that I can get a sense of where I'm going here with this? But I just want to – she didn't say anything about cop and whole paragraphs. I said, sure. Read my paper. She copied paragraphs? She, she copped like a paragraph, no another. She the in, same class? She inverted them. Are you kidding she me? She inverted some stuff. It was like – it was probably like 75% of my stuff. That's really wow. dumb. It was dumb. It was, it was a dumb move. That's <laughs> really dumb. So but I, you didn't know it. I didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't know it. That is so dumb. I didn't know it. <laughs> 
So <laughs> did she end up getting in a lot she, more trouble than you did. She, I, I don't think so. We, we both got incompletes and had to do Ooh. work in the, in the, uh, in the summer. I had to tell my no mom, way. like, hey, mom, I don't got a grade. I don't got an A. I don't got a B. I don't got a C. I don't oh, got so you had to retake that class. I had to do all sorts of work in the summer in order to fulfill, you know, completing the. Listen, fortunately, we, we both didn't get in, you know, more trouble. How are you not angrier and like at, at her? She just made a mistake, you know. I mean, so you took it this well back then? Yeah. yeah Come on. Yeah. Really? No, I wouldn't yeah. have. I, there's no way I, I, I would have. I've been like, how dumb are you? you I, like, did I you don't not get think credit for a, for a class because of I wrote you the paper. copying off of Are you serious? I, yeah. I would have lost it. Like, I oh, yeah. God, you are way kinder I, than I am in that case. I try to be kind. Ha! All right. Like, there's something wrong, though. Like, you, this is, there's no she? place for kindness yeah, right. at Good this question, point. Yeah. Just, she, she just curious. screwed you over <laughs> Look, in was, a huge she, way. She made a big mistake. How cute was she? She was great. She made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie. A lot going on, including Times Yours next on 94 WIP. When I moved. Hey, let me tell you about FanDuel Sportsbook and how you can get in on all the action, whether it's the NBA, NHL, or whatever sport and league you want to bet on. With FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Whether it's quick bets, live, same-game parlays, exclusive props, or more, it's all there for you with all the games, game-by-game, night-by-night in the NBA. Of course, you can also look ahead to future bets, whether it's going to be who's going to win the MVP, the championship, and more. All there for you at FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Once again, FanDuel.com slash hammer to always shoot your shot with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94 WIP. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He didn't, he didn't die. He's alive. <laughs> No, but you you gave me such crap to it. Like, how would you ever think that? Shane, oh, Shane oh. didn't die. Oh, apparently you're, the, you're one of the few things he did. No, this is an urban legend. Urban legend. Nonsense. <laughs> but, hey, guess think what you want. Here's what I think. I think I got the Twitter poll question of the day right in front of me here as we can get to the results. Twitter poll brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Armin offering the highest quality certified pre-owned vehicles in the Delaware Valley. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. All right, let's all give our personal opinion, and then we'll get to the poll results today. Do you expect to feel better, worse, or the same about the Eagles after Howie and Nick speak publicly later today? Uh, Rhea, where are you? Better, worse, or the same? Uh, probably the same, which is not good. I, I can't imagine 
they have to be better than they were the last time. I think they were shell shocked. They were definitely shell shocked the last time they yeah. spoke before the media. So, and I think to James's point of them not standing next to each other will probably have them a little bit more calm. But I think I'll feel the same that I don't feel. I feel better about Howie than I do about Nick. All right, Seltzer, where are you? Better, worse, or the same? Your prediction of how you'll feel, you know, 4 o'clock today when this thing's over. I've been going back and forth between worse and the same. I I think I'll probably end up the same, but I certainly think I I will. It's more likely I'll feel worse than better if I had to choose. What could they say to make you feel better? They could, to your point, I want them to be up front and say, and tell us, listen, we know we had issues. This is the issue. This was an issue. We're fixing it. We're aware of it. We're working on it. Like, just being up front and not, like, you know, brushing past it. Like, what? for example, when they started the last press conference and how he comes in and does the whole, like, sorry, we're late, when they were, like, an hour or half an hour late at the time. But he's like, sorry, we're late on days and just explains, like, a normal, oh, we had to let the players have off and blah. Business as usual, like, none of that. Like, that will make me feel worse. I want them to acknowledge what happened. I agree with you. You know, that's what I want. They don't have to go to the depths of details. Of course not. But don't sugarcoat it at all. But what they they say needs to make some sense to me. We, as fans of this team, watching Jalen Hurts break the pocket repeatedly, moving left, moving left, moving left. Why? Why did that happen? Why was that the answer? that we kept seeing, you know, and then if, if they give us something like, well, you know, that's the problem. That's not the right answer. What we ended up doing is, is it that, that won't happen again, moving forward. It will be better. Like, that's what I want to hear. And, and that, that is possible that we will hear that. Yeah. Well, it it is. All right, John, better, worse than the same. How will you feel? I think I'll feel better. I, I think that they can concisely explain this and, and, Give me faith that Jalen will have a better plan this year. And by the way, our defense, we're, we're going to have to buy some people and we're going to have to draft really well. But uh, Vic Fangio knows what he's doing. Well, I think I'll feel worse. I just, I don't expect to get, look, I know they can't say everything. I, I get it and I respect that. I really do. But I just feel like I'm not going to feel better. Uh, I think the Eagles' problems are pretty severe. And, and look, they can come out of it. I do have a lot of faith in Howie. I certainly have less faith faith in Nick, and I, I just expect to feel worse after today, but we'll see. John, how do you think people voted on, on the poll? They'll feel better, they'll feel worse, they'll feel the same, their predictions. This is really tough to say because we got sticks in the mud uh, who go into this planning to feel a certain way. I Look, I close to 50-50, so 52% feel they'll be positive. 56% expect to feel the same. 29% expect to feel worse. 15% expect to feel better. So <laughs> The same? But how can you just feel the same? Because most times, especially when Harry Roseman speaks, like he doesn't say anything. Yeah. Like we, I, I did not learn anything new. I well, do not that feel any me. differently. Like it's just I, I, exactly I where know. I was before it started. That's how you but feel would you consider that, James, a missed opportunity to— Of course I would, but I don't think I would feel worse if that were the case. I just think it'd be like, all right, well, that was nothing, okay. you know? All right. I, I understand your point. All right, uh, Twitter poll—I mean, uh, excuse me, time's yours up ahead in 10 minutes. By the way, I'll tell you one thing that does make me feel better. It's hearing the end of that Catholic League championship game last night just because the Palestra was going—look, I went to the prep. I didn't go to Roman. I didn't, I didn't go to Ryan. But to know that the kids were competing as hard as they were and laid it on the line and had, you know— 
buzzer beater followed it, you know, by a, a shot, you know, a, a shot that that almost won it, and then buzzer beater back. And the, the no way. timeout. We haven't talked like well, if, if they lo- if the kid doesn't make the shot, yeah. all the all the uh, parents are like, why didn't you call a timeout? What are you doing? Yeah. You know. And here's the other thing, it's it's featured on Sports Center. Yeah. On Sports Center, <laughs> and, and I'm happy for them. Let, let's start with that. Scott Van Pelt last night on Sports Center. This is pretty cool. I mean, the Catholic League and these kids featured last night nationally, internationally, I suppose, uh, on SportsCenter. But first, about the best thing I saw today. We had Stanford Steve scouring the internet to get us this. Philadelphia, PCL, Philadelphia Catholic League High School Basketball Championship. All right, so best thing they saw all day, and it is what? It is this. Ryan Everett with 22 seconds left. Good cut by Murray, nearly lost his footing. Still patience and still time. Sorber. Sorber goes baseline. Everett for the lead. Bang! Bang! The clock still runs. Roman Catholic has one timeout. They don't call it. This is for the win. Yes! Unbelievable. Yes! Cave Goss! Incredible call and an incredible moment at the Plesser last night. Bob Long and Hugh and Huck Parker on the call for Bob Long Sports. And it was Ryan's uh, Ryan Everett who made the shot to you know put Ryan up, and then Cabe Goss coming back with the winning shot at the buzzer. For Ryan so Everett calm. so close to Amazing. being uh, the hero. Said again, Seltzer. Ryan Everett was yeah. so close to being the hero. That's tough. Well, you know what it reminds me of? No, it wasn't to win, but I when I hear a sequence like that, it reminds me when St. Joe's had their hearts ripped out. The Jameer John team. John Lucas, yeah. Because before John Lucas made that shot, mm-hmm. about six or seven seconds before, maybe maybe 15 seconds before that, the lefty uh, small forward for St. Joe's, what was his name? Help me out. Um, oh, you mean uh, not Devontae West? Uh, maybe, maybe he was a right-handed shooter. So, yeah, Jameer. Well, Pat Carroll. Pat Carroll. Yep. Pat Carroll made the shot to tie the game. And then frickin' John frickin' Lucas Jr. came down and hit that shot. And then... I think at the buzzer, didn't Jameer take a shot at Mir the took buzzer? A shot. Yeah. yeah, I was at the game. Oh, it was. It, you have no idea how painful it was because when you, the shot you referenced when oh. that went in, we were convinced they were winning. It was. I almost got thrown out of that game. Did you really? Me Wait, and, what? Me? Oh, yeah, me and um, Phil Martelli's dad. At at halftime, there. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this. Now that we got okay. more, expul- more expulsion stories. Okay, so no, so there was two guys sitting behind us. One had a Yankees hat on, and one had a Oklahoma, you know, Oklahoma hat on. And I just made like literally a quip. I turned around. I go, "Oh, there's a shock, Yankees fan, Oklahoma fan." I just made a like a you know mm-hmm. kind of nothing. And I go up at halftime to go to the bathroom, meet some friends, and I'm coming back down. A security guard stops me, and he says. If you taunt the guy in the Yankees out again, we're going to throw you out. And I go, oh, wow. But but they did the same thing. I mean, apparently they were overzealous. It was at the Meadowlands. And I go, I didn't. So at the end of the game, I waited. And then I went off. And my friends had to carry me down the uh, aisle. Because I was furious. I went, dude, I, I'm not even allowed to say, oh, well, you Yankee, here's a yeah. shock. You're a Yankees fan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was just kind of being snarky. Yeah, the guy, well, the guy's being thin-skinned and kind of a loser. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Let's get to uh, to Matt. He's calling from Willow Grove. Good morning, Matt. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I barely have, like, my thoughts together. Basically, okay, I want to talk about DeAndre Swift and how much I want to keep him here. Um, 
John, if you can name me a more dynamic running back other than Christian McCaffrey mm. to compare to DeAndre Swift, I would love to hear that. Man, if you look but, at the, um, look at the price, look at the price that they played for last year. DeAndre Swift, his number was like one point eight million dollars. Christian McCaffrey's was tens of millions of dollars. Every big time back, who's now a free agent, just sitting out there on the market. Played for a lot more than this guy did. All right, hold on, Matt. He produced. Matt, 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 Matt. I got to tell you. I'm hearing it. I'm listening. All right, all right. I love DeAndre Swift. I saw him play in high school. I'm so proud of him as a prep grad and a Philadelphian. You're you're overrating him. Like, are are you implying he's this? Are you implying he's the second most dynamic running back in pro football? I'm implying that we haven't had a running back as as dynamic as him since Lashawn McCoy. And the way he runs the ball and the way he makes cuts in the open field, it's it's literally the second coming of him. Every time no, I it's the ball not. His no, hand, it's not. He's, right, he's right, tremendous. Hey, I'm not going to argue with you guys. I love you too much. So he's well, I mean, I've been wrong before. And for you the come price back back. at me if you disagree. I mean, I think it's I think Pacheco's better. Deal. Just as an example, I'd take Pacheco over. Well, I think I would. And I'm not saying Pacheco's second. I'm just like saying Bijan. Well, I got to see him play yeah, more. Yeah, he, how good was no, it? Jimmy, he didn't He was really good when he got if, opportunities. If he just didn't Swift, I mean, Jameer Gibbs, like you know, if DeAndre he looked Swift pretty good. Can actually, stay healthy doing what he did last year, and we can bump up the I don't know use the the, I mean, if we the can number of touches. Use, if, that'd be even if better. We can, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If we can use the man correctly, don't you think he wouldn't be a top-notch running back? I mean, how many times did we effectively run the ball during the course of the year? Well, that's the problem. Like, I, I think he is a change of pace running back. He's not going to be the okay. bell cow running back. But, Matt, back. you don't think he's better than Austin Eckler, do you? Um, Maybe now. Eckler, Eckler looked horrible. How about Josh Jacobs? Yeah, thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. It is crazy but, um, how quickly running backs fall. I know cliffs, they don't. They really, exactly. It's like James Bradbury last year, but like I know, consistently. All the time. All right, Matt, give me a great answer. The best third. What do you have? Oh, I actually don't have anything for you guys. I'm not going to take up any of your time. I hope All you right, have a good boy. rest of your day. You got it. I, I'd like the last caller's um, response when I disagreed with him to be a lesson to all callers. Just, just <laughs> I won't argue with you. I yes. like you too much. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That kind of deference is appreciated here <laughs> by the hammer. Thing you'll never hear from your <laughs> wife or girlfriend. <laughs> nor, nor will I hear from 99.9% of callers. But that guy's like, hey. Too big a fan. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to criticize you guys. I don't want to di- disagree with you. Was he just? He was. Like he was really a nice. Joke or something. Nice. No, 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 no. no. I right. talked to him off the air. He was just really a big yeah. fan of the show. Really excited uh, to talk to you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate nice that, my guy. man. All right. Let's get to Glenn calling from Center City. Is this Glenn Rivers? Good morning, Glenn. Oh my God! From all the teams from the Colts, Bills, Bengals, Browns, Broncos, Chiefs, Dolphins, Raiders, Steelers, Chargers, Falcons, Texans, Titans, Panthers, Eagles, Jets. Patriots, Bucks, Bears, Vikings, Saints, Jaguars, Ravens, Cowboys, Commanders, Giants, Lions, Packers, 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. The guy took my answer. No. (laughs) (laughs) What was your my answer? What was your answer? I was going to say the Eagles. The third time is a charm. Oh, the Super Bowl answer. Oh, Oh, my God, took my answer. But anyway, but that was a pretty impressive listing of all the teams, though, Glenn. Thank you. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Oh, oh, man. I've been doing that for years. By the way, by the way, Glenn, Ron, Ron Jaworski has something to say about that guy stealing the tickets from you. People know when it's bullshit. There you go. Whoa! <laughs> oh! Let me make my quick six points and I'll give you my triple. Sure. I mean, and B comes back, his legs are going to be fresh. I just, I'm just concerned about the, um, 
cohesiveness of the team when he comes back. So we'll see what happens. I hope he comes back like sometime in like late April. Then that way he'll be ready to go for May and June. Well, not late, early. The playoffs start around mid-April. So you, you really want him back late March if you can, early April. It's Right, right, yeah. right. Late, late April, they'd be they'd be done. But I, I get your point. You do want him back before the playoffs begin, so you have some not only ramp up of him, but incorporation with the other players. With you know, let's be real, a lot of new players on the team now. Yeah, because he got he has he has shooters around him now, so he can go on a paint and then kick out and get them wide open threes for Hills and Maxi. So I just can't wait to see what happens, man. If the but the bells, and I can't wait for the March Madness. March Madness has you on edge. My birthday's March 16th, so you know I'm taking off a of 14. Ah, uh, good man. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same as Embiid, actually, isn't it? Is Villanova going to be in there, Glenn? Yeah, and uh, Gary Cobb too. Um, uh, uh, my triple, my triple is uh, my favorite football player in the NFL. Cooper Cup, triple crown winner. Wow, for third, <laughs> Cooper of Cup. Of all the triple crown winners in sports history, wow. we went Cooper Cup. Yeah, right? but the better <laughs> answer would have been Gail Sayers, right? I mean, I think there's multiple better. No, answers. but wasn't the book "I Am Third, which was oh the yeah, you're right, Brian yes, song? Yes, you're right. Yes, it's literally, I am third. I am third. You are absolutely right. Yep. I mean, John, that could have been a winning answer. So, was I am third supposed to be about Gail Sayers or Brian Piccolo? Who, who's third? Because I didn't read the book. I've seen the movie twenty times. I think that was the Gail Sayers book, right? I think that's right, but I'm not sure. This is one of those ones I get confused on. All right. In the meantime, let's do what yeah, we do. It's a Gail Gail Sayers book was I am third. Well, that could have could have been a winning answer. Great answer. I mean, that's pretty cool. Man. Wrote a book about being third. And if you didn't cry when you saw the bald ball. Gail Sayers, Brian Piccolo, that that movie was fantastic. I feel like it sounds like you're gonna cry right now. I know. (laughs) It's so poignant. I'm not going to, but I'm I'm just trying to note emotion. You know what I was struck by, John? <laughs> what? When Walter Payton broke the rushing record, I think it was in 84 when he passed Jim Brown. You mean when he jumped up and slapped yes. high five? Yes. After that game, he spoke iconic. at his locker. Oh it was iconic. He spoke at his locker, and he referenced Brian Piccolo. I mean, obviously, he's a bear. Yeah. Piccolo was a bear. Walter Payton's a bear. Gail Sayers a bear. But he Matt talked about- Matt Suey was a bear. Matt Suey. His fullback. That's right. And he and he talked about, I, I don't remember the exact context of how he got there, but he referenced Brian, who obviously had died, you know, 20 years before that or something. And uh, anyway, I, I mean, of course, then Walter Payton died young. Yeah. Man. I think I cried when Payton died. I was, I was a senior in college when Walter Payton died, and I think I cried when he died. He, he and Joe Montana- were my two favorite non-Eagles players growing up. I just love those guys. All right, let's do what we do every single day at this time. One more thing. John- Walter Payton was oh, he, he was the greatest. Oh. I mean, really. Like it, it, my God. It, it just was different. Like He was small, but he would just spear you Power like he and, would spear you with his helmet i, I love he would, him and it was so unsafe like uh, that that's what they tell you never oh. to do as a football player yeah. he would stick his head like the top of his the crown of his helmet he would spear you with that and destroy tacklers it was incredible and i thought it was the coolest thing ever and i wanted to try to do that and my coaches would be like never do that never do that yeah but anyway unbelievable man loved it. all right time's yours brought to us by xfinity mobile the sponsor of wip's xfinity mobile lounge Discover the nation's best-kept secret and switch to Xfinity Mobile. 
Now with the best price for two lines of Unlimited. Let's hit it with Time's Yours. I've never been less excited for an Eagles team with so much talent in my life. There is so much toxicity in that locker room. There's just no way they're going to be successful next year. I will, I'm going to bet the house they do not make the playoffs. Time is yours. Well, I think you're going too far in saying there's no way. Now, the playoffs, I don't know. Maybe it's 50-50. Maybe they, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure yet, but I think you're going too far there with them in the season before it's begun. I already have an advanced copy of the news conference from today. Howie, what happened to the Eagles last year? (laughs) Time yours. Oh, boy. That's kind of funny. Just setting the record straight, Shane did not die at the end. He killed Jack Elam and the other bad guys in that bar. Shane is definitely dead at the end of Shane. No question. (laughs) There's no way. I mean, it's it's he's alive. He's like, not alive. Hold on. He got shot yeah, in the in the gut. old west. He, no it, less. It's eighteen. So even if he's not 70. dead yet, he is dying. He's shot no. in the gut. Yes, you yeah, don't live through that, horse, man. It's eighteen hundred. Be dead soon. Like, How are he, they going to save his life? They don't even have antibiotics, man. Right. He will be dead on that horse within a day. Joe, there's not an urgent care out there anywhere. That's going to take I'm, care of him. I'm annoyed by this whole thing. I <laughs> I got to look more into it tonight. Look, I think I read Shane at three Wait, different schools. you're arguing? Arguing what? You're arguing the fact that he was dead at the end? Like, yes. I think We're also only talking about the movie. I have no idea. I've never read the book. Well, I'm talking primarily about the book. None of us have ever read the book. Well, that's what we're talking about. I read the book a get, long get, time get, ago. Get, get yourself, Regardless, we're talking about the movie. Become a, learn, talking become about the a movie. learned man, Pal, James. everyone's talking about the movie. Well, I'm talking about the book. Okay. I don't care what the book hey, I never read the book. I read the book a long time ago. Okay. I thought he was dead at the end. I thought he rode away dead. Well, I I thought he rode like away alive. Like he, was, he, he was no longer <laughs> going to be alive. Look, yes, this, he was riding, but he was out of the equation of living beings. Clearly, this one goes in the category of did Dottie Henson drop the ball on purpose or not? It's and she did. Totally. And she, and she did, did not. She definitely and the, the director said she did. Well, then he's an idiot. Gary Marshall's then an idiot, and I don't think he's an idiot. I don't believe he said it. So then amend your thinking. So, so you got to get Gina Davis on the show this year. Gina Davis. That was mm-hmm. something. I want Gina Davis on the show to address, did she or did she not <laughs> drop the ball what on purpose? What about Penny Marshall? Absolutely. Well, isn't Penny Marshall dead? I think yeah, Penny Marshall's is. dead. Yeah. Are we sure? Yeah, yeah I think We're so. We're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right. We add Gina Davis to the, to the list of people to try to get on this year, celebs. Seltzer will obviously strike out, but she's now officially on the list. And with that, time's yours. We shut it down. The time's yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and, and complaints. I mean, someday. Call 215-238-4500. Rocky's not going to be alive forever. Can you, can you get him on before Stallone dies, please? I mean, he, he's, he's looking killing, good, killing though. Stallone no, I know, but I mean. He's looking vigorous. But presumably, like, the, the, the Tulsa, Tulsa King. Looks good. It's a good show. Yes. And he's looking top notch. I know he is. I just saw the the thing on him on the hey. the, the, the streaming service, Netflix. Who would win in a fight? You or seventy how old is he? Seventy five? Yeah, seventy five year Stallone, old slash for Stallone. Ninety nine year old Stallone yeah, would beat me. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm just glad you realized that. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So I'm just saying Seltzer. Stallone, okay? Come he on. is seventy five. I mean that's an he's old. Oh, John, I'd have no shot. Absolutely no shit. I think I think Taya Shire could probably beat me up. <laughs> Let's, go to, Let's go to Chuck in Mount Airy. Hi, Chuck. 
You know what she would say? She'd look at me and she'd say, Hammer, you can't win! All right, let's turn too quickly here. We're moving fast. We're trying to get the best answer for the best third. I'm just picturing Talia Shire taunting you in a fight. You can't win. Talia Shire doing the the Mr. T. Like like Rocky would rub Mr. T's mohawk. You ain't so bad. You ain't so bad. Right. Like Talia Shire taunting you is a funny picture in my head. Be a disaster. All right. We're moving. You lose the fight. We're moving fast. Tim. Tim, we're moving fast. Turn into the best third of all time. Who is it? 76ers with three rings. What do you say? 76ers with three rings. Well, that's if you count that freaking Syracuse National Ring, which is a disgrace that they seem to count when they reference it. Seltzer, there's little that draws me more nuts than when the 76ers front that they've won three championships. Yeah. Well, it's not that's bad. What's worse is it's a disgrace. Well, the Lakers is worse because the Lakers take the Minnesota stuff and add it, and they're actually contending for the most with the Celtics, and it's like totally. Yo, BS. Bogus. Yeah. So what about the in-season tournament? Well, <laughs> that's all another thing. <laughs> all right, hot sauce. Give me an answer. We're, we're moving fast. Mikey, I'm smart. I can do things. Fredo? He was the third. So, yeah. Well, technically. I mean, I, I think he's the older brother, he's isn't the, he? Of course. I'm the, I'm the older brother. Mikey, I'm the older brother. All right, but. He's third in the he's third in succession, I guess you want to say, because it would have been Sonny, then Michael, then him. Kind of on count? I don't know. It's an interesting answer. I don't know. It is an interesting answer. Fredo. All right. We got to come up with a winning answer here. So first off, we've had a number from sports, including players, Babe Ruth, uniform three, Allen Iverson, uniform three, Mike Schmidt, third baseman, often bat at third, uh, Michael Jordan, third pick in the 84 draft. But Babe Ruth is really good because he was the third. And his uniform number of three was because, because he batted. Because third. he batted third. Yeah. Exactly. He was the first player to wear number three. Um, Super Bowl 52, the Eagles' third try to win a Super Bowl, is another pretty damn good one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. All right, Super Bowl 52 or Babe Ruth? What do we got? Let's make some noise. Come on. Nikki Foles? Yeah. Ray Nikki Nikki Foles? Foles? Absolutely. All right, Super Bowl 52, creative answer. Well done by John. Why would we ever choose New York over Philadelphia? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.